listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Freedom of jail clips inserted. A baby's being born. Same time, my man is murdered. The beginning and end. As far as rap go, it's only natural. I explain my plateau and also what defines my name. First, it was nasty, but times have changed. Ask me now, I'm the artist, but hardcore my signs for pain. I spent time in the game, keep my mind on fame. Saw fiends shoot up and do lines of cocaine. Saw my close friend shot. Flat line, am I sane? What that depends. Carry Mac 10s to practice my aim on rooftops tape cds cover the trees line the barrel up with your weak pictures and squeeze hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Hearing. we in the house mm-hmm. on a monday mm-hmm. a very rested relaxed monday mm-hmm. um we got to go uh to chopped one of my favorite spots now it is with, with my mom yeah and I- you know because uh we I tried to think outside the box, bought her, try to buy something she don't have, a filtered water pitcher for Britta. Because right. my mom has everything. She does. She was and like, of course, uh, she, yeah. uh, she already got one. So, yeah, her, yeah, yo, we yo, decided yo. to take her to chop because it's impossible to replace a meal. And <laughs> yes. she wanted to go there because we talked about it so much. Yes. And I think your daddy was like, we already got that. She was like, we do. <laughs> yeah, so there you go, guys. Uh, but uh yeah we took her to chopped uh for the woman who has everything take your mama to chopped and she did enjoy that because she we talked about it so much and she hasn't had a chance to have it and uh they got some good filling salads man i still haven't finished one of those salads like in one sitting except one time like, it is a and you got to be really hungry it is a lot it's literally every saddle's like two meals mm-hmm. and uh we were standing up one time people that are so friendly so the dude was like, y'all need help? We was like, nah, but I heard him talking to somebody say, you know you could take these and make them into a wrap. And I said, hmm, I'm going to try that next time. Mm-hmm. I made that uh, braised Greek salad into a wrap, and I had him chop it. Yes, sir, it was delicious. It was. I had a bite. It was delicious. Roger would mess with me because I had him chop it really, really fine because I wanted everything kind of mixed up. Yes, yeah, she, she had him re-chop it. I was like, are you making a smoothie? Yes. Cause, you going to drink that? Cause what he, I didn't know you was getting a wrap, though. I thought you were getting just a bowl of salad. Oh, like, okay. I'm you, like, you don't have to, you don't need a spoon, not a fork. Because <laughs> the thing but, is. Uh, I see what you was doing now. The thing is, uh, when you get it, they don't really chop up uh, the, the, the fillings unless you request. Requested it chopped up. So I asked her, I said, can I get this chopped up? She said, yeah, because he chopped up everything, put the dress in, but he didn't do the meat in it quinoa if i'm pronouncing that right quinoa yeah he mm-hmm. didn't do that but he put that in last i was like well, well go ahead and re-chop it up because when they chop it up it kind of mixes everything together and uh yeah it was on flick it was delicious well uh we appreciate everybody for um listening this is obviously the blackout test podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic all those play- things um make sure you guys you know continue to check us out uh because we appreciate that you know mm-hmm. leave us five star reviews on itunes and if you still use stitcher leave us five star reviews there we still yeah. do check it if they name will still remain stitcher we don't know yeah because uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now it's still stitcher right um, they got inquired by somebody and you know who knows what's gonna happen but i tell you one thing i hope these new owners give a damn because the first people about them gave zero fucks and it showed mm-hmm so you can leave us five star reviews and you can also do stuff like go to the website theblackouttest.com and leave comments vote in the polls things of that nature the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 537 that bobby Schmurder has been locked up 
free baby um today's show is also sponsored that's right we are sponsored by multiple peoples uh we're sponsored by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today use code tbgwt to get 20 oh no use code free tbgwt to get your first month free uh from getbevel.com uh we have but i have been hearing that there are issues with the code um uh, we have emailed them to see if we can get that working especially with father's day so close like right. come on bevel so uh yeah if you're if it's not working just know that we are um on top of, that. On top of it right. and trying to get that working for y'all um what else do we what other church announcements uh also this episode is brought to you by loot crate mm-hmm. loot crate is a monthly mystery and loot crate l-o-o-t crate someone like, told me they thought i said loot crate yeah i was like i know like, i got a southern accent as well but i mean come but like, on dog. But like loot like i take the loot and crate like it's in the crate right it's a crate full of loot right uh but loot crate a monthly uh mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt uh, in the offer code box and you'll get three dollars off of any new subscription that's lootcrate.com slash tbgwt um and uh lastly let me see i read everybody oh no i'm good oh cool i got him good job rod all right you get so many sponsors now it's high pressure y'all i gotta <laughs> well, might, i won't fuck this up fuck to, up the money you don't have to get make you a sales spreadsheet for this i don't mean no harm i'm about to buy one of those day planner counters uh mm-hmm. calendars mm-hmm. where you like sit it on your desk i think i might have to do that yeah, man. sometimes you gotta go old school with it you know make sure it's in my face for right. somebody be writing up here like where's what why didn't we we're not sending no checks right um at any rate uh thank you so much for listening and uh let's get into the show uh shout out to my brother that's right rodney he's been on the show a few times mm-hmm. i think the last time was him talking about a facebook beef he got into mm-hmm. uh he was just like man can i come on the podcast and i said hell yeah man anytime uh everybody knows you know my brother we just uh he just had he and his wife uh just had my nephew mm-hmm. sebastian yes. so you know it's been weird watching him like become a man really a father mm-hmm. twice over now like nice. layla's father sebastian's father um having a house a wife like it's weird watching him turn to from the kid who you know uh sold all his candy for school and tried to keep the money to this you know mm-hmm. um but it's his birthday today so happy birthday rodney uh little brother happy birthday appreciate you not stabbing me or hitting me with the baseball bat or the fireplace poker during <laughs> our, y'all are many fights our numerous tom and jerry like fights that we used to have during the summers uh when we would be at home and my parents would be at work we used to mess each other up and then try to get the house clean right before they got home so uh you know shout out to rodney and happy birthday man mm-hmm. um and then also in sad news um muhammad ali passed away i know uh we didn't get to cover it yesterday because we were doing feedback and we were doing a recap of the trip but yeah muhammad ali passed away at 74 years old um and the world is of course paying tribute to him um Mm -hmm. you know i know there was uh i I saw they were saying that um bill clinton was going to give the eulogy at his uh funeral Mm -hmm. 
and uh stuff like that somebody was like no they obviously should pick obama i was like well isn't it his family can't right right i mean shouldn't they be able to pick (laughs) yes this is not a funeral for us it's a funeral for them plus you know if obama do it they're gonna be like i told you he was muslim (laughs) right of course of course he would do it uh but at any rate though um man you know greatest boxer greatest uh athlete uh you know outspoken man so proud to be black i saw a few he transcended race headlines which um yeah they like to do that to people not trying to be funny ever since he's gotten older and i think i forgot what he did did he have parkinson's disease no he had a it was either like ms or parkinson right, or something he, but yeah yeah some sort of like uh, nervous disease right and ever since he's got that everybody has been on this on that train i don't mean no harm and a lot of these same people i told roger and i still believe him, believe this if he was 20 years old today with the same attitude he had back then you wouldn't be saying that because back then the same people that's praising him was probably the same people criticizing him for being too vocal for standing up for black rights for saying i'm not fighting in your goddamn war and he even went to jail for that like you know that's the stuff people don't want to talk about when they call this transcending race shit mm-hmm. well the thing is also he like we are alive to witness now that people hate like lebron james is one of the most mm-hmm. um like compared to ali he, he, you know he's he's pretty middle of the road right he's not this bombastic personality that's always talking shit and people try to turn his every press like statement every sound bite into some major shade every tweet and all this shit you know i can't imagine what it would be like if ali wouldn't have been struck down and muted to some extent right. by his illness in the public press like he became the sympathetic old timer mm-hmm. and because he was absolutely right about the vietnam war um and times kind of changed around him then he got lionized but let's keep in mind the reason he didn't go to war for viet in vietnam was because he said none of them ever called him a nigger like even that was his like he he measured the world through a racial lens first you right know? and it's one of the things that uh so many people loved about him and so many black people loved about him and he loved his blackness mm-hmm. and the idea of transcending race is something that is only done to black people who die to black celebrities right none of us wants to transcend our race there is no such thing um th- just because you like muhammad ali and you love what he stood for then you love the black man and you love that he stood up for his blackness there's no such thing as transcending race because it never happens any other way i've never seen oh yeah uh, i mean what was the dude who just died um this year the white dude that you know made david bowie Mm -hmm. he made all this gender uh genre bending music and nobody goes yeah he transcended his race you know what i mean like he affected so many black artists and brown artists and people all over the world and we didn't go well while he was able to transcend race we only reserved this for black artists and black people and it's it's really just uh, another way of like patting patting him on the back as the exceptional negro right when that's something he would have never wanted or claimed um and I, and obviously he's dead so there's right a lot of sugar coating of shit now but that's one thing they can they can leave the fuck alone like right you know ali said and did i mean said and said did some hateful shit too to 
you know dark-skinned opponents and shit like that so he's not like a perfect guy or anything Mm-mm. but this idea of him being getting sainthood from whiteness is is ridiculous to me right and also another reason why he fought the war too he was like i'm not going over there killing other poor people like like right. them people ain't never did shit to me you send your poorest over there a lot of times you're at least educated right. over there a lot of the times and they're probably doing the same thing too he's like no i'm not going to another country killing their poor no people ain't never did shit to me yeah we have people we have a dude running for president that thinks we have no muslim uh stars in sports no like we had no heroes in sports that were muslim how would i leave man like it's just uh it's amazing man so uh yeah rest in peace man you know it'll be definitely be um it'll definitely be uh um a different you know world without muhammad ali here as far as like physically but the things that he left on society just will never ever ever go away so um you know it's the impact he's had on so many people's lives is just amazing you know so but yeah rest in peace and i'm sure many sports shows and stuff will eulogize him mm-hmm. much better than than i could um or whatever so um but you know obviously it's an impact that was felt all around the world uh let's see what else we want to talk about oh um this is just a small side note uh when we were traveling uh you know driving through all these towns and shit why do all the streets have the same names all streets had the same names man every road is either named after a person mm-hmm. or it's like south park drive south boulevard west boulevard even like little roads that you think like oh that cat that must be just here's like albemarle every every fucking city had an albemarle mm-hmm. like i wonder how that is like because that's not albemarle's not a direction you yeah. know what i mean but every fucking city got an albemarle you know on the drive up to dc or over to charleston or whatever like it's always the same like how come nobody named the street like titties lane you know <laughs> like that would really stick out they may have been but something I different to you over the time somebody was like nah you might want to change the name of that street i don't know man that's what i would if i owned a town like oh lord you know how everybody has like smithville or whatever mm-hmm. smithy uh smith township or whatever if i was mr smith i'd have like one street that i knew nobody else would fuck with just you know testicle drive stay off that road nobody 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 no other town in america is gonna have testicle drive you know until somebody else finds out about it and copy it yeah make a left on testicle drive (laughs) see what's going on over there you know we all got church street every every town got a church you know like yeah go off the boards man nibble avenue let's do it get up in there man um other little short thought that i had was um radio shack is officially given up yeah i went in radio shack the other day to buy a portable hard drive uh not only did they not have it it took me 10 minutes to find out they didn't have it and i didn't find out because a customer service person came over to talk to me i found out because i just couldn't find one and i walked out uh when i walked in the only person inside working was a person selling phones for sprint mm-hmm. the actual person that worked for radio shack was wasn't in, in radio shack it was in the back doing some shit. no oh oh it was a sign that said i'll be back at noon 
Oh, I, I wasn't with you this time. You no, this is by myself. Okay. This is a while. I told you I went for a portable hard drive. Okay, because I was like, I don't remember this. We trip. were looking for cords when we went. No, okay. this is different. I went for a portable hard drive. The motherfucker that worked there just left. They were just like, I'll be back in an hour. Like, oh, how you gonna leave the Sprint person that don't know shit about your store? I, I looked at the Sprint person. I said, man, y'all have. He said, I work for Sprint. I said, God damn, they quit. They really just Radio Shack don't even care no more. Why are they still open? I have no idea. I, it has to be a money laundering business for like drug cartels. Because <laughs> ah! I, you know what you've never seen at Radio Shack? A line ever. You've never been like, oh, it's three of us in here. It's going to take a while to get out of Radio Shack. It, every time I walk up in Radio Shack, it's either we don't have it or some exclusive fucking cord that you would think, no, can, how do I connect a Betamax to a, to a laser disc player? Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, we, we got, got that. that. But if you just go, hey, man, I, I was looking for, um, a camera. <laughs> Sir, come on. It's Radio Shack. Get out. No, no, we don't we, do those kind of transactions radios and shacks that's about it yeah I, I feel like the person that works in radio shack just takes all his time just be up in there like yeah um the directions to walmart are you go down here and make a left ah! i think that like is that what the interview is like uh sir uh i would really like this job well okay how good that you are uh how good are you at giving directions to best buy oh oh yeah okay i can do that okay can you do it right now yeah you want to go out here this cold sack you want to make a right you're gonna get to, get back on titties boulevard and then you go down go down anus avenue you make a left oh no if you get to tank street you don't went too far okay <laughs> um, <laughs> that clitoris road what the hell was <laughs> clitoris road i feel like clitoris would be more of a circle oh i'm sorry but, uh clitoris road works <laughs> clitoris too, circle guess. yeah we, we gotta do a circle no <laughs> uh <laughs> circle motion clitoris place mm-hmm. and then you go to g-spot Ave. well you, it doesn't exist you get lost okay stay off yeah, of g-spot yeah that's a place of no return nobody goes that far men always getting lost going down g-spot <laughs> never come back they don't know we never see them again always arguing with their wives over which direction to go um <laughs> <laughs> are you lost no i'm finding it Jeez, g-spot lane where's this i know she's looking like if you ask me i'll let you know but i know i'm getting older because i was watching uh msnbc for some reason i don't know why i was on msnbc or maybe no it was actually on cnn but either way it's just as shameful anyway it, i had the tv yeah. just on in the background on cnn or something and, oh i know what i was watching i was actively watching i meant to do it i was watching w Kamal bell show okay um <laughs> this uh advertisement for the pins came on and i know i was getting old because i laughed at the dude in the depends ad because it was like now i can spend time with my granddaughter and i was thinking to myself like this old man shitting in his pants with his granddaughter out there and then i thought like that's not that funny nope and that's when i knew i was getting old because i never yeah. thought of it as something that would happen but the reason it wasn't that funny is because this was a prime time show right so depends makes enough money and has enough target audience in that demo yes they do that they can advertise this without pause and be like hey depends don't forget to get some what incontinence is happening to people at that rate it i have to take it serious now that's how much money they make from it you see oh, what i'm yeah, saying yeah, that, uh, it's not like it was four in the morning on bet where i'm like well mm-hmm. nigga i mean is this or uh the you know those those funky ads go to college online 
you know what i'm talking about yeah, go to college just, for free yeah call that, 1-800 connection or whatever the leak change every time that and the dollar general insurance yeah yeah right those kind of ads come on and you're just like oh, i should have been in bed three hours ago <laughs> right but the pens was on at like 8 p.m on a right. tuesday i said oh shit yeah, the p- they making that much money yes because people fail to realize that older generation not trying to find that 60 and over they're a huge demographic like like it's a lot of them out there i don't and, know and for, it's a lot of old people out there dog a lot but they of all shit in their pants though karen not all but you know as you get older the body changes shit as you get older you can't even move as quick as you get older shit happens as you get older your sight goes and y- your body is just like hey nigga you old one day you wake up you be like shit i used to can run now i can do a light job to now i can walk to now you been asking me to do shit like like your body just does whatever the body does and it's one of those things where people just don't want to admit that they're getting fucking old i just feel like i'm not leaving the house if if once i get to pamper stage i just gotta chill in the house that's it that's the purpose of the pamper they was like look you want your independence put on put on this ain't nobody got no you got this pamper i'm going out there enjoy your grandkids fuck I, it i guess in my mind i just people pe- picture people in pampers that crinkle like little babies and stuff no no they've actually come a long way like i know i don't like, know maybe i've been hanging out with people that got pampers on i just don't know right like like honestly the designs are better i know because I, I watched it like you said they come on so frequently i've watched the commercials over the years and the designs are better they actually uh a lot of them actually uh, are similar closer to underwear than like an actual pample pample well i guess when like old people just stay off in the space for a little bit now you know why <laughs> they, maybe they're not even that ah! they're not that forgetful yeah they like the maybe kids. they just go into the bathroom All right they like the kids they just look up in the air and don't say shit and just crack a smile and don't nobody All know right. what's happening man that is uh that is wild man i didn't know that um so i saw this article by tarika love on fader.com and it was called why some pop stars get a pass to be political and others don't and um long story short it talks about privilege you know between like a kendrick lamar and they point out a lot of late women artists uh, especially black women m.i.a erica badu um beyonce and it's it's a lot of cherry picking in my opinion like so like the examples are cherry picked to a certain extent to where okay it's like almost like the the person who wrote it is picking sides like well i'm gonna pick all the bad shit people say about beyonce and then take all the good shit that people say about kendrick and be like how come y'all like kendrick but y'all don't like beyonce but it's not necessarily that those two groups mix like there's a lot of people that don't fuck with kendrick because of his black activism and outspokenness and shit but they also don't fuck with beyonce because of it there's also people that do have this intersection where they fuck with kendrick but then they find reasons to diss beyonce right and vice versa versa, you know so it's kind of all over the place but there was this one thing underlying the whole article that i did find it's something i've been seeing a lot and um i thought i would talk about it because i don't really understand this critique and i don't think it's fair but this idea that an artist especially mostly black artists artists of color can't be capitalist or something's wrong with them and or like that that is pointing out some sort of unique imperfection or or any like i don't i literally don't get the critique because i don't know which artist they would say are okay because they never point out the artist that is like they did this the right way like kendrick it's has not the some, right way because hmm? honestly i don't think it's the right way 
yeah what well, right and and if it and if everyone's wrong then what's the fucking point of writing about it right you know what i'm saying because like if you don't have a reason or some advice or some way some some point where you're like and this is how we fix this the like or or you can't point out exactly how this is a problem it's really weird to me that you would take the time to do it because what happens is it puts these people through this racial black purity test where you pretty much have to be poor or you're no longer of service to the community right um which i find to be limiting and a double you know it's like a double blind for blackness double jeopardy like i i can't it to me all it does is tell artists black artists don't get too successful don't sign right. in, his, in his case he signed a deal with reebok to make some shoes called the ventilators which have alternating like blue and red um and the word neutral in the tongue of the of the tags because he's trying to stop gang violence so he's like basically his line he's trying to make unity between bloods and crips with his shoes to me that's overwhelmingly positive Mm -hmm. now he can't control that reeboks has some issues with um you know under underpaying people with labor and shit and i'm sure even worse than that maybe i don't know all their deal but like he can't control that right he can't control that um you know so like um who wherever the country they're making this in doesn't have the right regulations or something like that or maybe people feel like he should control that but then it becomes he's the only person that they want require that of right and you're not requiring that of the company right or or black artists of or of nba players that get shoes by them or anything it's just kendrick lamar because he raps about uh you know issues so he has to have this standard where it's almost it's pretty much impossible to live up to that's the whole point and i would feel like a hypocrite to defend beyonce and then attack kendrick lamar in the same thing and i feel like the bigger point that this person was trying to make was it's a double standard to give some people a pass not and i do get that but the idea to be to say i'm critical of someone because they made money you know like beyonce sells fitness gear mm-hmm. you know and people were like well you know the label that she got this done with i actually blocked people on twitter because i saw that one person a couple people had accounts that just were going around to anyone who mentioned beyonce and auto tweeting them beyonce uh has slave label making her or whatever it was and i mm-hmm. said you know what though i know what you're trying to do and it's not actually about helping anyone Mm-mm. it's not even actually about informing anyone nope. it's about trying to demean her image as much as you can correct um and like i said i don't understand like what like people we're really gonna get to the point where it's like kendrick's supposed to be woke but he sold tickets to his concert and i supposed to do the shit for free beyonce talking about black lives matter but then she gonna sell the album on itunes and then title so i got to get title oh okay see this why you know she don't really care about black people come to my house sing the songs for free if you really care you know like we're at that point where i think people are masking entitlement Mm -hmm. and then these articles are just like intellectual masturbation it really is a fruitless exercise when you don't have the alternative like all you're doing is telling people we exist in a human world and it's like nigga you could have saved all the words and all the time there was no need to click this then you know what i mean if your thing is to tell me the impossible it's like when um 
people come at beyonce because lemonade didn't destroy patriarchy throughout the entire universe then okay she didn't deliver the thing that no artist was ever able to do before her and will never be able to do after her if that's your fucking critique save it you literally added nothing to the conversation so i've been seeing this heaped upon black artists and only black artists for a minute now and it is fucking ridiculous it's a it's just it's just it's just fruitless it's it's pointless to see it is a it is a um empty critique and i'm and it's been because the other because what i what i see is i think of it this way there are so many artists there's so many black people filling these lanes and especially the black people that care about their people that care about our issues that speak in ways that we normally would see people that they speak in ways that they are absolutely punished for right like when beyonce was just making like quasi feminist pop music you know in a in a lane where every type of quote-unquote feminist could feel i like this you know right like oh girls run the world cool that's not just black women that's so white people can dance to it too but then when she does lemonade it's like oh this shit sounds like it's only for black people okay fuck beyonce she's a terrorist she likes uh she she says it's okay to black panthers to kill police i'm not gonna do her concert like they are paying for this shit and then to see black people pile on top of it as well it just feels so fucking wrong you know what i mean especially when the perspective you come from is well why she got to be making all this money i don't know hater like what am i supposed to call you now why do you go to your job every day to make motherfucking money like do you write this article and get paid in bitcoins and you spend it in russia like what the fuck do you pay the rent too like how does it work are you like are you going to get the check one day and they go hey we want to give you a raise for writing here at fader and take you on as full-time staff um so that comes with a hundred thousand dollars is a hundred thousand dollar your job are you gonna go whoa 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 see i can barely get by on 30 so just pay me 25 because i don't ever want to feel like somehow i'm a capitalist and it's like dog what what are we supposed to do so we limit black wealth we limit black art especially when so many of these black people take their wealth they take their influence and they try to help out and give back to the community you know mm. and the thing with especially with beyonce like she did it the quote-unquote right way that so many motherfuckers pretended they want yeah, they which was really want behind the scenes not putting her name to shit Quiet. letting people judge her throw sticks and stones and call her all kinds of fucking names mm-hmm and then when it comes out now it's like she just be putting her name out there so she can get the credit like it is it's ridiculous because there's no way to win Mm-mm. you you essentially and i guess what i'm saying is like i i really do feel like at the end of the day it's just anti-celebrity jealous bullshit mm-hmm. i don't feel like it's a real critique Mm-mm. a lot of this feels like very thinly disguised i don't like famous rich people why the fuck they famous and i'm broke and then you put you write this long ass piece using all these big ass words and you try to like find a way that you can critique them while you add nothing to the conversation but essentially you just wrote a negative piece about a person um and i'm not saying this guy's been negative for the record i'm like i said it just brought something to my point when he brought up the idea that someone being a quote-unquote capitalist means that they are just now this they have put this negativity into society you know i don't know how a one person becomes a 
not capitalist in the middle of this fucking world in the middle of this country what? you know what like they never have the example of who this person is you know even with a guy like uh harry belfonte who so many people respect he has so much activist cred the fact that i know harry belfonte helps people and they everyone respects him he has activist creds kind of defeats the point of all the fucking litmus tests that people have all the purity tests that people have i know that that's that that i know him because of that you know in addition to you know um you know in addition to his music career and stuff like that you still have this activism so if i know him from the activism if i know that he's behind the scenes helping people then essentially what y'all are saying is when beyonce does it when kendrick does it y'all still go well they just trying to get the credit well harry does get the credit so what is the point of helping people never help people help people all the time tell lie about it say don't give me listen i helped those i i if you heard that beyonce gave that money to black lives matter please just take it out of the article man get the fuck out of here you know what i'm saying and that's not even talking about the example that people set when they do give because how many people give because they see people give like that shit is it's immeasurable how many people think well i saw beyonce speak out about this now i'm gonna speak out about it mm-hmm. the influence these people have on people's lives so when you see people trying to do good shit it's, it's really weird to in my opinion it's a very weird response to be like i'm gonna find the flaw and i'm gonna take them down because no one's thought about this newsflash we've all thought about it we all participate in this system so we so if you're not bringing anything new to the table i don't even understand the point of writing you know maybe we've just gotten to that point where just so many people have platforms now they write right. whatever anytime right and everything is about a clickbait and i'm to the point where for a lot of people they write using big names just to draw you to the articles because other than that you would give zero fucks about what this person was writing about you would never got a click and it would have never paid attention it's like uh the editors uh or whoever puts it out there changes whatever title the original writer have and you read the article and you be like oh this is reasonable but you read the title you're like who the fuck wrote this title yeah you know what i think sometimes like uh, um i'm trying to find the best words for this but like like i still haven't broke the analogy all the way down in my head so that's why i haven't presented it on the show but it feels like we all feast off the carcass of what people with actual talent do and i mean and i mean that cynically and i mean it all of us like not just me not just you like including us in this podcast you listen to someone someone somewhere does something and then we gather around and talk about it Mm -hmm. how many people make a living talking about kids falling to the gorilla thing last week yes they did you know that was part of how we made a living last week you know uh when kanye does some shit how many people talk about it whether it's your podcast whether it's just your social conversation when you're going out with play, play people whether you're on social media whether you're writing articles it feels like everyone's just a fucking vulture sometimes and it's so weird to turn like i think a lot of people turn that feeling towards the the center of attention and then they make it a negative thing true like let's be honest it really shouldn't fucking matter what kanye west thinks Mm-mm. for me you know what i'm saying like in his personal life it really shouldn't matter the transaction that i get from kanye west is typically he makes music if i like it then i'm like cool if i don't like it i'm like and eh, this shit was whack right but 
transaction really should be over with and that should really go for most celebrities most stars right i have no personal connection to them i don't know these people but there is something about it that we all kind of participate in where it's like well this person's putting this shit out into the world so they want us to talk about it and we must consume it and stuff um and i and i and i think it's been that way since the beginning of time and it'll always be that way i'm not trying to fight it i feel like that's that's irrational but the hatred for just like people that don't even say or do hateful shit and you just have to find a way to hate them that is something that is within society and humanity it's like it's like a sickness like people see beyonce trying to help and then they turn and they they turn on her they see kendrick trying to help and they turn on her you know i'll turn on him um you know um because i think there's a vast difference between people who say and do fucked up shit and like if azalea banks did some shit it's like well she's you know at this point you'd have to be blind deaf and dumb to be to not notice that she's fucked up or mm-hmm. whatever you know so i'm not even trying to say this like hippie like everyone should just understand everyone i'm saying in general there are some artists that we see trying to help and then there are people that still leech on to try to find the flaw so they can present it to the class like look what i found and i'm just saying it's fucking it's really pathetic you know so anyway i've been thinking about that and especially since it always comes down to black people it's just like how the fuck we supposed to do anything right and also uh something else i wanted to add when people are neutral they don't get this critique because you're not one way or the other right so when you don't give nobody says shit when you do i mean because a lot of people are neutral they don't take racial stances they don't take personal stances it's a lot of people people love and if you really think about it they are fucking generic they don't have a personality it's nothing about that they just come do they think and that's it you don't hear shit about them or anything do these people get this same critique you'll be like well you don't represent nothing or you just don't pay them attention because they're not the people just to talk of the town or they're not the people that everybody's eyes are drawn on well also i mean ultimately you're penalizing people for speaking up and it's and like i said it's one thing when status quo does it like i understand when like when men get mad at beyonce's feminism i understand not that i agree but i understand why they feel like i'm losing some level of privilege i'm a, i'm under attack my privilege is being talking about like you know what i'm saying like but but i knew that reaction was coming but then when you see people that are like within that area attacking now you're like wait a minute so she would have been better off not saying anything because that's like really you know it was more money more attention and more approval and just not ever saying anything um and you know like rihanna for the most part stays out of this kind of shit not that she not that she does i'm like she definitely has music about the feminism she definitely uh you know like she's in her image and style and her words and stuff she still takes stances but it's not as pronounced you know um but even in that there is a level of like you're right like okay we accept her because she don't she ain't trying like but if you try you better be perfect you can't just try and do good for the world you can't try and put shit out there you need to achieve a level of perfection that is fucking impossible or else we're gonna just kind of like keep whittling and tearing down at your message the entire time so it's kind of weird man you know it's like 
reading the critiques of beyonce and stuff was that was one of the things that just i always picked up on is just like you know damn like they're gonna come for you no matter what reading the critiques no of, of kendrick what. they're gonna come at him no matter what you know i don't like that he um feels that if there was no black on black violence police would do this that and that. i don't like to hear him say that shit either but the end of the day i i without knowing him i still 100 percent wholeheartedly believe that he has nothing but the best thoughts towards black people true that's it like whether i agree with him or disagree with him i look at that like when a brother tells your family something not like uh like you know what i'm saying i look at that like when a family member tells me something within the family not like um uh an outsider talking about us so my belief is kendrick's a man that's seen a lot of black on black violence take his friends lives and that trauma doesn't go away and it is very hard to distance yourself from that trauma and it's hard to distance yourself emotionally and say well this is how i really feel so a guy like kendrick is like fuck the police and fuck niggas that kill niggas too you see what i'm saying and and he'll never he's probably never gonna not feel that way or he'll have to get older and be more distant from it because it's real to him right you know what i'm saying like he, he it fucked with him that it bothered him to see michael brown killed but it didn't bother him to see his friend killed by another black person that bothered him and that's what that song was and that was like a peek inside his mind and people were like fuck you and your respectability i get it you know what i'm saying nobody can tell you how to feel but to me it always was like but he didn't like he loves us and he meant that whether i agree with him or not i understand the impetus you know what i'm saying i understand why it came that way um but like i said whenever you put something out like that people are gonna gonna come at you the hardest man it's weird because if he would have just been like it's like because it feels like you can just be celebrated if you're not that type of artist mm-hmm. right you can be celebrated if you're generic yeah and, and, but the thing is not only that you could be celebrated that's not funny now white folks have all types of social stances, have right. all types of political views, say all types of shit, give and donate and put the name on it, give, donate, don't never put the names on it, and you do not hear this type of critique. It's a double standard. Yeah. So like I said, the 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 article as fashion, I do understand privilege, double standards, intersectionality, like a bunch of shit comes into play when it comes to artists, you know a lot of black women catch flack that black men don't get so don't get me wrong totally understand the article on fader off of that but then when we come to like this idea of well being making money is also wrong that's when i'm like i don't even know what the fuck to do now you know what i mean yeah you make money and you give it back say what karen you're supposed to just stay broke right so now we just limited black artists to being broke that's the only way to be quote unquote real like i don't know what i don't know yeah, a lot of people feel like that about artists. As long as the artists are small, I know, and I've never understood this logic. As long as they're small and they're quote unquote theirs, it's all good. But the second they not theirs anymore, it's a problem. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, so we talked about this on Three Guys On, but apparently there's a former Stanford University student, Brock Turner, who was found guilty for sexually assaulting an intoxicated, unconscious woman at a campus fraternity party last year. And he was sentenced to six months in county jail with probation. 
a ruling state officials argue was too lenient for the violent crime now his father dan has reportedly written a letter in opposition to his son's sentence blaming the case for damaging rock brock's happy-go-lucky nature and loss of appetite uh as it stands now brock's life has been deeply altered forever by the events of january 17th and 18th he will never be his happy-go-lucky self with that easygoing personality and welcoming smile his every waking minute is consumed with worry anxiety fear and depression you can see this in his face the way he walks his weakened voice his lack of appetite oh poor this guy brock always enjoys certain types of food and is very good cook himself i was always excited to buy him a big ribeye steak to grill or to get his favorite snack for him i have i had to make sure to hide some of my favorite pretzels or chips because i knew they wouldn't be around long after brock walked in from a long uh long swim practice yeah because apparently he uh doesn't like boundaries and he just takes what he wants Hmm, interesting now he barely consumes any food and eats only to exist these verdicts have broken and shattered him and our family in so many ways his life will never be one of the one that he dreamed about and worked so hard to achieve poor rapist bitch what you only got six months and nigga he didn't rape you that is a steep price to pay for 20 minutes of action out of his 20 plus years of life so you know for those 20 minutes of rape he gotta actually give up six months of his life can the fact that he has to now register as a sex offender for the rest of his life forever alters where he can live visit work and how he will be able to interact with people and organizations what i know as his father is that incarceration is not the appropriate punishment for brock he has no prior criminal history has never been violent to anyone including his actions on the night january Oof, what brock can do so many positive things a contributor to society is totally committed to educating other college age students about the dangers of alcohol conception and sexual promiscuity sexual promiscuity that's what we're calling rape hey man i just like to spread myself around you know i can't say no and i don't allow other people to either by having people like brock educate others on college campuses is now uh is how society can begin to break the cycle of binge drinking and its unfortunate results oh so rape is just a result of drinking yeah i know when i get drunk i just get so rapey you know i'm like what was in this because it's rape time i'm gonna rape city now because motherfucking i had one beer too many guys and that's what i do the fuck out of here that's the thing people act like motherfuckers don't get drunk and drink every fucking night every night. every fucking night every get, night and, like you've never been drunk in your life all this shit to rationalize something that you know essentially is a heinous act and because it was your son who you love obviously you're biased obviously but you don't know him this way you know what i'm saying how could you possibly you're not with him when he's fucking drunk you you weren't in the alley yeah yeah it's one of those things where he going well i know my child my child didn't rape me yeah you're not the targeted person it's not violent to rape somebody 20 minutes of action shouldn't have to go to prison what yeah you don't want no consequences for your child's actions and odds are there was probably sounds like there was no not trying to find no discipline in this household because the way the father's talking is like yeah he did something fucked up but why should he be punished for it bitch because it was wrong because he's my son though i just have to make sure he doesn't go to jail that's the only thing that matters you know and the thing is 
also on the low you also said that she shouldn't have got drunk she shouldn't have she shouldn't have been fucking my son who basically mm-hmm. who basically raped her and you're not talking about her loss of appetite how this affect her world how it was invasion of her body after she got before she got raped and after she got raped because mm-hmm. you know people better realize the the test they do is completely invasive people poking you and prodding you and swabbing you and doing all types of shit to your body in addition to you already being violated yep people think it's just a fucking game or something it's it's fucking it's sickening really it's mm-hmm. sick right and like i said it just sounds like there was no form of discipline there was nobody saying no you can't do this right um but yeah that that you know that and on top of with the judge being like well we didn't want to give him a long thing because long sentence because it'll ruin his life and shit yeah yeah that's the thing about rape it, it always ruined the purpose the person that committed the rape not the rape victim ever right ever we're all, yeah we're always worried about what what's gonna happen to the man come on dog. you know he gotta give up his school he can't get educated no more what's gonna happen to this perpetrator remember with steubenville when the they, they actually asked like but now what happens to these two boys their whole future is ruined you mean the two convicted rapists i'm sorry but come on i mean somebody gotta do there gotta be a punishment for raping people i'm sorry right that it comes down to that there's no you know slap on the wrist that we should be giving people because we already do that too much all right and a lot and a lot of this is race plays a role in it to me to some extent um because i feel as though if this was a, a let's say a, a black man who had raped this i'm assuming the woman the victim is white people would have been like throw him in jail this barbaric man oh yeah of course you yeah. know what i'm saying so race plays a big role race oh, class right uh, i mean stanford he's a swimmer he's so it's also sports culture which is also rape culture when it comes to uh college campuses you know a right. lot, lot of rape covered up because people play football basketball and shit like that right you know so yeah so it, yeah that right. takes, takes place apart because even if it was a black man that rapes a black woman you still don't get the same thing so race plays a, a part mm-hmm. uh amber heard is speaking of women who are um uh you know uh under attack uh she's going to officially sue um doug stanhope because oh, like, he accused her of blackmailing johnny depp she was like i'm not here for this she also revealed more um details of the alleged domestic violence yeah that's you know and i understand people want to defend people but sometimes you got to be like hey we got to let the facts come out dog yeah um she's alleging that he tried to suffocate her at one point with a pillow um that he tried to strangle her at one point um so and also she's seeking the maximum possible jury award and plans to donate it to domestic violence charity in arizona so um we'll see what happens you know it's so weird that he wrote that shit because people just act like everyone who is abusive to their mate is like lawrence fishburne and what's love got to do with it you know like just blatantly obvious in everybody's face it's like no a lot of this shit happens privately which is one of the reasons it's so fucking scary it could be happening to anybody you know you really don't know you don't know people 
you know so it's not like you know they it's not like they're so stupid right that happens. they just walk around like some i'm sure some are but there's a lot of people who are like i'm gonna hit you in a place where people can't see it like part of the torture is the fact that no one's going to believe you i'm going to talk to your friends before you can talk to them i'm going to tell people that you're going to set me up for domestic violence and then i'm gonna punch you in your motherfucking face yeah and say look see look what she did and how they treat you has nothing to do with how they treat this yeah she must have hit herself in the face yes this rich white famous actress who was employed and not having any problems uh making money and probably a millionaire many times over she's like i the only way to make money now is to punch myself in the face because you know how directors love working with women that have been accused of being unstable come on dog. you know how that boosts people's careers at any rate um she's suing him so we'll see what happens with that mm-hmm. anonymous declares war on the family of the boy who fell in the gorilla enclosure and that's why i didn't get excited about anonymous when they were talking about we're gonna hack the ferguson police department they 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 do what the fuck they want they're trolls you can't be dependent on them Mm-mm. you know you never know what they'll do there's right. i mean that's their strength that's their biggest strength and it's also the reason you can't really fall in line behind them because they have different people there's no real one figure deciding everything and you know different lines of uh morality man i i don't see why anybody would do something like that but that's what they decided to do mm-hmm uh let's see um uh okay how about this one a woman pulled over for dwi manhattan blames cops for picking on rich people but you was driving while intoxicated right she was pulled over for dwi i mean but it's really that she was you know dwr driving while rich ah, 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 must have seen her ah, must have seen her chains from the uh <laughs> must have seen the dollar bills coming out of her exhaust system <laughs> yeah well police pulled over local aristocrat loredana salimaj on the henry hudson parkway on june 2nd they claimed it was because she was too drunk to safely operate her range rover but salimaj 28 knew what was really going on cops were targeting her just like they always target the city's wealthy up, upper crust people you're picking on me because i was driving an expensive car she told the officers who pulled her over you make no money and you're poor and you're picking on rich people driving while rich Hmm. officer ronald Duran pulled silamaj over after observing her allegedly erratic and affluent driving (laughs) affluent just throwing money out the car (laughs) (laughs) making it rain tubmans all down the uh, highway road According to the criminal complaint, Jerain observed that Selimaj had watery and bloodshot eyes, had the odor of alcoholic beverage on her breath, slurred speech, and unsteady on her feet, and had a flushed face. There's nothing in the criminal complaint about the foul odor or privilege emanating from the Range Rover, but ah! <laughs> it's a sassy article from Gothamist. Um, but yeah, she was uh, perfectly formerly uh, a real estate broker for Douglas Elliman and refused to take a breath test at the scene instead telling cops how can you say i was swerving i'm not drunk i wasn't doing anything you were saying i was doing i was swerving because it was a new car wait how can you say i was swerving and then you say you were swerving uh she was charged with operating a vehicle while intoxicated operating a vehicle while impaired and she was also previously arrested 
for dwi in 2009 oh yeah they got it for another another they must have caught her in a witch on another vehicle mm-hmm must caught her one of them beyonce dresses so good luck man you know that it's sad to see the, the police and that classism you know uh just come out it's on fleek you know it's just it's, it's sad to see that you never know when when it comes to to the rich you know i always feel bad for them i mean you got an entire candidate and just dedicated to bringing them down you know so uh poor poor rich people poor poor people like how are they gonna afford to get out of jail oh wait they're rich i'm sorry wait of course they're gonna afford to oh wait never mind um let's see what happened i feel like this should be guess the race what is this doing over here let me see if uh that is in the right place but uh all right other news i'll go back while that's loading zendaya fired her publicist over racial insensitivity Mm. Mm -hmm. uh so you know you may know zendaya as uh also being in lemonade Mm-hmm. or her social media you know standing up her activism her being an actress and stuff there's a lot of different ways you may know her um but uh she also had to wait why is this about to play don't don't do this uh <laughs> yeah but so where that article even come from uh i clicked yeah, on it more about and i was waiting on it to start victim. and of course okay yeah i was waiting on it to start so i could see if i had it in the right place and i didn't it really should be guess the race okay. not it's Where not it general is. news yeah so um let me move that to the appropriate place um at any rate though so she had to fire um uh, her publicist because once upon a time um she had a publicist tell her to sit down and hush when it came to her janky hair and makeup during a photo shoot saying she should just be happy they even bothered to give a little black girl a chance who told this to her somebody told it to her her yeah pu- her publicist her own publicist told this to her directly the 19 year old actress and singer appears on the july cover of cosmo and she shared this with the mag uh her experiences uh she says i didn't like my hair and makeup one time on a photo shoot my publicist told me you should be happy with it they haven't had a black girl on the cover since forever she's no longer my publicist publicist she said bitch that's right bitch i'm paying you no i'm paying Mm -hmm. you and if i'm not happy make me happy Mm -hmm. so yep oh yeah you have to go too yeah how you think you're gonna be goddamn racist to me and i'm paying you well i mean you're just lucky you even got on the cover i mean we've been real about it all right well you better just be lucky you need to find yourself another fucking job bye yep yep uh let's see what else is going on um how about and if that was my publicist i tell everybody else don't hide this person they racist yeah <laughs> fuck you yeah she should have named names i would have because <laughs> you told me that i guarantee you you have told other black people this before and they was young and you knew you could talk to them any old kind of way and they wouldn't challenge you so that's you're not trying to funny i guarantee you this is not the first time this has happened she was just the first one to go oh i'm really woke i got parents that have informed me bitch you fired yeah i know my worth right and you ain't gonna talk to me and i don't care if i'm the first fucking black person they ever seen in their goddamn life they gonna do what i told them to do yeah that is and especially with you getting your check from me 
come on dog like i gotta write my name on your checks and you telling me to just be just well just be happy damn now i'm like how many hours do i need to pay you for because uh uh because that's that right there that right there that's this right here is your last second with me you need to leave yeah you didn't make it to 40 hours this week right well what was it 28 32 have a minute yeah see you nice try congratulations right um, I, yeah i'd have been calling an uh 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 1-800 public assist number uh the, the rolodex that everybody having <laughs> selecting my ass another one because you gone 1-800 publicist <laughs> whoever i got the call you gone <laughs> 1-800 publicist yes i'm gonna need a new publicist specifically that knows how to do black hair for black right. women and, and it's not racist be sure not be sure be sure when you put it out there they not racist because if i get another one we're gonna have some problems yeah that's yeah and especially like considering she was a young black girl that's like, why they did it because she was young because i guarantee you they would have known better to do that to somebody that was in their 20s because they got motherfucking cussed out should i stood up like bitch who you talking to yeah and the lesson that she would have gotten from that moment is just be happy you getting anything right just you know be- don't expect equal treatment don't expect the same treatment don't expect to be treated fairly right she got that you less than well i'm gonna tell you who less than your check gonna be less than you got to go Mm-hmm. at any rate just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys you've been playing the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the that game, was 100 the game we go around and read articles that fuck with us and we assign point scores from zero to 100 and intervals of 20 uh 25 today's contestants everybody especially that publicist what so yeah she got 100 for sure Ooh, right who is now jobless and fucking with black people is brought to you by bevel that's right bevel which is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin so when you go to your photo shoot you'll be looking good because you got your tailor-made shave on from a tailor-made razor and blade for you you see what i'm saying so you already got the hookup your publicist won't even be able to tell you well just take that big razor and rub it across your face and let them bump show mm-hmm they ain't got to photoshop out these bumps okay all the people that i met in dc was like wow your beard really is on fleek and your neck is super smooth and i said that's right shout out to bevel and it was cool meeting people that use bevel because they was like boom you hooked me up dog appreciate y'all you know i said look at all these handsome brothers up in here shave game on point yeah no razor bumps there's no excuse to be hanging out with us and have razor bumps if you're black it's no excuse so i appreciate y'all doing that and most of y'all did that by going to getbevel.com and use the code free tbgwt to get your first month free because they want to hook you up that's getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com code free tbgwt all right now let's get to some more of this racism miss usa viewers are upset oh i know they mad they are outraged karen they is if we talking about the same thing they hot well what they are hot about apparently is the runner-up miss hawaii was asked who would she vote for clinton or trump and they said this inappropriate question 
robbed her of the crown that she rightfully deserved what mm-hmm. they all oh, they ask him all types of fucking pointless questions what are we talking about here now why is this in fucking with black people oh uh, that's because the person who won uh miss district of columbia deshauna barber <laughs> right 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 went to a, a H- black woman she went to hbcu mm-hmm. <laughs> she she's she's a black greek and they is mad. the so-called black woman she's in the military mm-hmm i'll put a picture in the chat so y'all oh, can that, see she's beautiful that is mad. this is her picking up her flowers this is her being like mm, first place and miss hawaii being like damn i should have said clinton um yeah so apparently um it don't matter what that asked her they'd have been mad because somebody black one uh, a brown put up this brown i just say brown i'm just the faces of the people upset are awfully white i'll just say that <laughs> from the twitter screenshot i'll just say awfully. that laura uh judge laura brown asked chelsea harden if the election was held tomorrow would you vote hillary clinton or donald trump for president and why would you choose one over the other the 24 year old college student from honolulu avoided choosing saying gender didn't matter when deciding the next commander in chief but she said the new president should push for what's right for the country a very generic answer she said it doesn't matter what gender what we need in the united states is someone who represents those of us who feel like we have a voice those of us who want our voices heard we need a president to push for what is right and push for what america really needs so she just wanted to give the most not non-specific generic answer which which period. is sm- which is smart mm, well that's what she did and then she did she lost it wouldn't it wouldn't matter what question that they could have asked her uh do you like mcdonald's versus burger king and they'd be like but you didn't ask nobody else about food it don't mm-hmm. matter i think the question it don't matter <laughs> mm-hmm. people just arguing this is just mad Cause somebody brown one because didn't um a arabic lady win one time like a brown lady won one of these pages one time people saying thing muslim lady and people lost their fucking minds i don't want to hear that mm-hmm. uh but yeah I, it doesn't sound like she tanked the question to me so right. if you're saying that that's the reason she didn't win hmm, you're saying that she you're lost. racist yeah it sounds like you might be just mad at that uh black woman one hmm? yeah and social media was partying mm-hmm. my timeline was lit up mm-hmm. came out to that chucky brown mm-hmm. really hope i didn't take his name but yeah check it one minute play a song who are we talking about here uh you, i feel like we've already talked about him on the show before <laughs> um um didn't he die this year let me remember remember on the side of um the side of uh um, oh, he been around for a year you said chucky brown was going to chucky mm-hmm. brown chuck brown yeah yeah we uh remember on the side of um what, 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 ben's chili bowl where we took the pictures that was the other person on the other yeah end. chuck brown was the one all the way next to donnie simpson ah who i did take his name yesterday jesus christ <laughs> uh at any rate i got what you call him yes you did uh i think i said donnie simpson or simmons or something donnie simmons i think i don't know it was a long day we traveled all <laughs> get out of my back everybody i traveled 18 hours in a fucking car driving the whole way <laughs> i was a little brain dead all right uh <laughs> 
at any rate um uh yeah black woman won and to me all this just sounds like them being mad right so what would you give it zero to a hundred oh uh zero for her winning but a hundred to the races yeah well for the article that said miss hawaii should have won oh 100 yes 100 yeah i give it 100 too uh here's here's a here's a little actually you know what i give it 75 because of her one winning mitigates 25 percent of that anger because i do feel that question was a weird question for because they normally don't ask them political questions yeah it's like a definitely a curveball but i mean to me she answered it she, like most of them it says more it. it says the fact that it was a good answer says more about how bullshit the contest is right because a good answer is the answer that doesn't make anyone not like you correct that's a, and so fucking, anyway beauty contests are just weird and i'm not into that culture all right staten island team dies from asthma while fleeing racist crew waving a gun i'm gonna shoot you nigger oh Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dacian McKenzie died while running for his life. Uh, he's a black Staten Island teen. He was fleeing what witnesses described as a mostly white crew shouting racial epithets and waving a gun. And he collapsed and died last week from an asthma attack. Uh, so yeah, um, the ex NYPD officer said, uh, to me it's murder they were chasing him that's a crime you're hunting him because they're black and you're calling him a nigger oh here we go he died while running for his life the black staten island teen fleeing what witnesses described as a mostly white crew shouting racial epithets and waving a gun collapsed and died last week from an asthma attack to me it's murder said diane fedigati an ex-NYPD officer and 911 responder who rushed to the aid of the Diamond McKenzie. Good Samaritan Fatagati heard one pursuer shot around 4 p.m. I got a gun. No arrests were made and no charges filed in the week since the incident. McKenzie's mom, Tisha Richardson, was stunned to hear the details of her son's final minutes live. I want justice for him, justice for him. Hate crimes investigators are expected to interview the witnesses again after the Daily News inquired about the case. Mm-hmm. uh that one's probably supposed to home because i had severe asthma growing up as a kid uh until i was probably like 15 or 16 um and that just makes you think like that could be me you know that could be you um uh if you've ever had that type of you know uh illness and then to be chased like that for minding your own fucking business like it's some type of sport there was a gun involved there's racial epithets involved no one was arrested Mm-mm. and if you heard the end of the article they would not have investigated if these people right here who is covering the story hadn't been like hey what's happening They're like, oh yeah yeah we'll do an investigation <sighs> right right hey, i mean it's definitely a hundred for me man oh yeah I mean, oh yeah oh yeah because that because at the end of the day a lot of people go why niggas mad we just want fucking justice for our deaths. That's all. We want justice for state executed deaths. That's all. Because police officers, you literally work for the state, county, whatever. You you, you work for the government, technically. So when we kill each other, odds are people get arrested and things like that. If it's a civilian versus civilian crimes, people are arrested. A lot of times people are convicted. You might have instances where people are not. But most people who commit these crimes are convicted. The problem is that when it's, when it's, uh, 
the cops or anybody in these type of positions there's no investigations there's no inquiry well, this, this wasn't cops this is just people chasing oh, okay him. so these are just regular people these are just regular people chasing uh, him with just with guns calling him racial slurs oh i thought this was officers no he died from an asthma attack they still did not arrest anyone uh, oh that's why i said what i said so i take back what i said but that still stands because they are well incidents. somebody's gonna now say you just change your opinion to match mine because you got some new information but okay <laughs> just <laughs> save, save that email and draft person that was gonna send it and don't and then delete it and then never send it to yourself um but yeah that that was it was just regular people right but i still do stand by what i said about state issues deaths <laughs> but well obviously but, you know but, but for this case yeah you still need to investigate because but they didn't even right. i'm sorry you know i'm fucked with man it's a hundred for me because to, to to interview people and then just be like well okay whatever no you know well we got what we need here he just died of an asthma attack we'll just tell his mom right my mom you die my mom's never gonna know my last minutes of my life was spent you know basically with my own lungs suffocated me to death because someone tried to kill me and you like, won't investigate i'm trying to survive <sighs> motherfuckers man all right an associate dean at seattle university explained in an essay published by kuow this week that he and a friend suffered a racial attack at starbucks while most of the other customers sat silently dr bob hughes said that he was catching up with a fellow administrator at a local starbucks when he felt liquid on his right hand that later turned out to be spit from a man who called his friend a fucking nigger bitch oh that's right fucking nigger bitch hughes recalled the man repeating before walking out the door i turned to my colleague as she knew the young man she had never seen him he went outside stood at the window yelling more comments where we could not hear and finally walked away down the street he saw two african-americans sitting in starbucks and decided that it was okay to assault us she and i were dressed in the kind of professional attire one would expect from college administrators uh to be wearing in the middle of the work day and our target still targets for eight um i understand this is emotional so maybe that's why he put that part in there he just didn't want to get the questions about what did y'all have on but uh you could have been wearing a fucking g-string nobody's supposed to walk in starbucks call you a fucking nigger bitch also kind of interesting that they he targeted the woman of course Mm-hmm. like you're he said they both were black he's a male uh the person still spit and then called her a fucking nigger bitch to to the woman like he wasn't even there but the young man didn't see educated college administrators sitting at the table we saw two black people in his twisted sense of the rules of life and our socioeconomic status educational accomplishments or our age required no respect or deference in fact he seemed only to see a woman of color whom he could brazenly assault in an open space while others watch um yeah yeah Mm. yeah i like i said i don't know about the i mean i guess if you got all them degrees and shit you probably feel like that insulates you from something maybe i don't know but i that wouldn't have never came in just the fact two black people were sitting anywhere and someone did that uh wouldn't matter nothing the rest of the shit doesn't matter Mm-mm. uh and although a starbucks manager assisted in filing a police report and another woman apologized for the man's behavior hughes lamented that most customers acted like the incident never happened well, that's how racism really works right because people see the shit and don't say a fucking thing yeah racism isn't a problem because there's a whole lot of racist people like that i think i think both both sides and by sides i mean white people who 
are well-meaning and they say shit like well it's dying out and uh, you know i don't really see color and shit and black people who are like motherfucker it's a whole lot of racism out here i think both sides are kind of right there are a lot of people in of privilege who genuinely do not give a fuck Mm-mm. about anybody else's problems but they also don't want to cause anyone else's problems true or anything like that then there's people within that group that genuinely do give a fuck and want to cause problems for other people mm-hmm. and they are emboldened by the mass of motherfuckers who either politely sit in silence as they watch them go on right because they don't want to get chastised or they right or they fit in for social reasons right but the end result is you may as all you may as all you might as well all be that way Correct. if you're not gonna say anything you may as all, you may all be that way because that's the only way i can view it you know right there, there's just not all or nothing to 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 brown people it's not no it's it's one of those things where i can't decipher your well-meaning intent all i know is that this happened and you watched and and you watching is you in agreement. and a lot of it's hard to get a lot of white people to understand you standing by the side quote unquote and not picking the side you are allowing the perpetrator to keep doing what they do and then you be like well i'm not racist and i go well you're not doing anything you're not saying anything you're not reacting i don't know because i can't see your mind or what's in your heart so as far as that person's concerned you're all of this elk yeah it's like it's like how a lot of women don't speak to men in public because of street harassment right i don't i can't like while i can be like i want to get ones you know and it and obviously it feels awkward to have like a woman who's your neighbor you see in the parking lot and you're like i'm not gonna speak to her i know all the training and shit that i've had my entire life is like be friendly speak to people and we're down south and i know all this shit but because of social media i've been able to see inside the the brains and the thoughts of people and i now know the damage that can be done i know the uncomfortableness i know the threatenedness that people can feel so there's moments where i'm like yeah then i just need i'll be the one that's uncomfortable and not speak right because that makes somebody else more comfortable and more people need to be like that and um what's funny is when but when i'm out with somebody if they try that shit i'm like nah man you yeah, know what i mean that's the, and like you said that's why you and don't there's have so a lot of friends. few yeah right exactly there's so few dudes that i even kick it with because you know you do some shit like that i say something you do it again we don't kick it anymore you know it's, it's like when i go out to, with a, to a restaurant and the person doesn't tip i'm like yep well this will be our last fucking meal and you know i'll tip twice as much as normal today but this this is it for me and this motherfucker like i can't kick it with you you know what i mean you spent the whole meal complaining about how much ice was in your water or some right, shit of trying to find an angle so you couldn't tip the person come on like it just it's just a bad time for everybody involved at this point um uh, and that shit matters to me you know so it's kind of the same thing when people are like not that women are like waiters you know what i mean guys come on but uh like but it's kind of the same thing where it's like oh racism is like that as well like Mm -hmm. yeah don't you know my uncle talks about niggers and shit and he really you know my grandma almost i'm like my grandfather wouldn't talk to me when he when i joked about dating dating a black woman but i mean he's still a good guy and you know i 
you know i, I mean he wasn't racist he's just old school and, shit. and you're like oh this is how racism continues to flourish right you he- are the fucking kindling for the brush fire of racism like you just lay in the way like use my burn me up too when you could turn around and be like no man that's racist don't fucking say or do that shit around me right and it's one of those things where for a lot of people you ask them to be quote unquote a social outcast and most people don't want to be social outcasts they don't want to be separated they're like i'd rather assimilate than say something and be looked at weird even though i'm standing up for the right thing right you know i uh i always just feel like i kind of i want to be the kind of person i would like to meet right and the kind of person i would like to be is the kind of person that would be like nah man what you just did was fucked up you know what i mean like the other thing is i think in people's minds the confrontation is just gonna turn into like a like uh, then he pulled a gun out and killed me like no just turn around like all you gotta do is be like yo man what are you doing and odds are most people i'm to keep this real most people you talk to they don't want them problems like they really yeah, they, don't, they don't want, want them problems right the second they're called out for their stupidity and their ignorance i mean it's nothing honestly after the dude spit on her it's nothing they really could have done right. the damage was done but just the fact that they then let it sit in that awkward silence or pretended that nothing happened when everyone in that room knew it's just ah it's just so people are fucked up man you know i i get it what 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 can be said and all this shit i really do get it but it just belays it, it just really exacerbates the point yes anyway everyone else at the cafe sat silently and went on with their business in a truly post-racial world that would not be how things work in a post-racial world that kind of violation would mobilize every person in that space to actively resist an assault on two people an assault that happened because of our race and because of my, the gender of my colleague um he speculated that the suspect's attacks would escalate and become more violent unless he was confronted and shamed by onlookers right possibly possibly man uh person like that just they seem unstable you know so who knows but uh yeah 100 obviously for me mm-hmm. um let's see do one more let's do one more get everybody keep keep everybody fired up <laughs> keep the fire going the blaze mm-hmm a valedictorian gets backlash on social media for her accomplishments what's race got to do with this how is this fucking with black people well she is a black woman could that be it news at 11 um after receiving the highest accolade in her high school as valedictorian one Tuscaloosa teen is on her way to college with millions of dollars in scholarship. Millions? Shit. That's what I'm talking about. But after she posted her accomplishments to social media, it went viral and some people started questioning her credentials. Of course. Yes, because she can't earn all, she couldn't have earned it. No, there's no way she could be that smart. Um, African Americans, women mm-hmm. are the, high, the highest educated group of people in America right now. The highest educated among our own race and among everybody else we get degrees mm-hmm. you know she had the nerve to be an attractive black graduate you know uh oh that's that picture oh she's gorgeous mm-hmm. yeah she had the nerve so she got another try pretend work hard. try pretend she got a brain and a work ethic and shit look at so it. you can't be gorgeous and smart apparently uh apparently not people gotta 
start questioning your credentials when you do that uh she had posted a picture that said graduated valedictorian with a 4.56 gpa and over 24 college credits and 2.8 million dollars scholarships shout out to god heart yes, got a whole she, bunch of retweets uh did you just say high school and she had tw- already got 24 college credits down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow yep it quickly took off on twitter with over 50,000 retweets people praising her for being a role model student um but then uh, uh, suddenly people uh, a man said what is she doing out of the kitchen that's a lie she's doing this to boost her ego she's trying to make herself look better by doing this and that and you can't even get above a 4.0 gpa but okay where are you going to go going to school mars university by the way you not knowing what a weighted gpa is says a lot more about you than her right right (laughs) what a dumbass yeah you went to regular class ain't me digger right then they gonna sit up there like uh, uh, yeah so you went to you got college credit but you but then you got scholarship just to go to college you, you got just a 4.0 who makes up a 4.0 come on now really where you going the space academy nigga hey dog um space academy is real it's called nasa Mm-mm, nope didn't learn that in my class that i failed but for her mother leslie uh filler uh, or Fowler, I don't know, uh, who was an educator this time in the spotlight for her daughter is something she's prepared for. So she was, you know, giving her credit, but, uh, her father also graduated from his high school as valedictorian. Um, and she's going to go to Florida A&M. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. It always makes me a little excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm ne- actually, what am I apologizing for? I'll never apologize for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about lady um go head over to uh the florida a&m man uh hbcu in the house mm-hmm. love to see them black babies that could go anywhere anywhere she got millions of dollars i guarantee you everybody was beating down her door i love when they be like i can go anywhere and i want to go be with my niggas oh they hate us anyway mm-hmm. uh shout out to her uh i just anyway that's dope but i mean if she could have went to anywhere that's still cool but y'all know what i mean she when you pick that hbcu is it is something glorious dog especially when we went through that list and it was like ivy league schools and hbcus the only thing getting niggas paid uh coming out of college like oh that was so sad of a list but it was so dope to see that you know it does matter where you go so at any rate congratulations Mm -hmm. and uh fuck them haters but uh i do feel fucked with on her behalf so i'm gonna give it at least Mm -hmm. 75 karen how about you oh 100 100 all right guys let's get into our other game the one y'all really like playing now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist and bringing you this racism today is our new sponsor loot crate that's right lootcrate.com make sure you guys get the hook up lootcrate.com is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises uh today's or this month's uh theme is actually dystopia which basically means when the world is all fucked up 
um <laughs> you know these like robocop terminator 2 judgment day the matrix you know uh these future scapes where you know society has failed and it's man versus machines or zombies or you know technology or whatever it is uh bioshock infinite you know fallout 4 for video games stuff like that you know a nuclear world destroyed a nuclear war destroyed the world and now it's up to mad max and his gas guzzling car to ah. you know it never made sense in mad max why didn't they all have uh like hybrids and shit you know at that point but at any rate um <laughs> uh loot crate wants to hook you up man we get a lot of cool stuff from them we uh have loot crate anime and they have different types you know anime gaming uh just regular loot crate for nerdy people nerd stuff like loot crate for pets mm-hmm. they hook you up um it's less than twenty dollars a month you get six to eight items that include gear licensed gear apparel collectibles and unique one-of-a-kind items and more and they want to hook you up so bad if you go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and you enter offer code tbgwt at checkout you get three dollars off your new subscription so what are you waiting for okay it's in the show notes you're listening to this right now you said you're gonna see us posting our pictures of our stuff later and you're gonna be jealous you're gonna be jealous as hell mm-hmm. and that's your fault yep lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code free i mean code tbgwt to get three dollars off any new subscription all right a juvenile court employee has been suspended without pay after she and her family were arrested on drug charges last friday officials said tuesday kenya nelson 43 has been charged with two counts of possession of a controlled substance with the intent to manufacture deliver deliver and sell three counts of possession of a controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia she was arrested late monday night and released on twenty thousand dollars bond tuesday her husband 44 year old daryl nelson was also arrested on similar charges and being held on sixty five thousand dollars bail um their 18 year old daughter darielle also faced a similar charge she was released on twenty thousand dollars bill yo that the family that prays together right Apparently so. the family that slangs together hangs together gets arrested together i was informed early this morning of the pending charges against miss nelson in accordance with the shelby county policy she has been suspended without pay pending further investigation on the matter juvenile county chief administrator officer sam skelton said in a statement uh this began last friday when police went to the residence and uh they wanted to arrest darrell nelson the, the dude the father the husband he was wanted on a warrant out at olive branch uh charging him with aggravated assault and allegedly causing serious bodily injury to a police lieutenant and he fought the cops and got away however those officers also found marijuana in plain view a drug sniffing dog alerted police to other drugs in the home and they found 535.3 grams of marijuana 42.3 grams of codeine laced with cough syrup they were selling drink and several pills as well as digital scales shit they rolled up in the trap house yes they did they also found eleven thousand dollars in cash and a loaded handgun uh and according to records nelson is a judicial clerk with a yearly salary of $66,104 guess the race of this entire family y'all it's all the same race see what the chat room uh would believe their race to be they ain't got the whole damn family unit though that is Ooh, amazing they, they got the scales the rulers the baggage everything you punch one cop 
and you got to live with this for the rest of your life now come on dog come on man be uh, smart especially you're gonna trap right i mean you know don't 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 hey never never keep the drugs where you are when you punch cops that's all i'm saying uh i don't see any guesses for this race people seem to be very scared oh joe said okay denver nuggets black white black people wouldn't have had their wouldn't wouldn't have had their goods in plain view the only reason both black parents are in the home are for criminal enterprise damn hc oh bringing it bringing that bringing that sism uh they got scissor black black and white so we got black and white as the guesses uh the correct answer is black they go to mama right there y'all mm-hmm. uh and then uh, of course uh some of you said white oh god calm down crowd calm. oh wow it's, uh, they got it wrong but it's not that bad crowd damn um and yeah here's the picture of the daughter so darielle they got everybody damn whole family and she worked at the courthouse Mm -mm -mm. all right let's see how about this one a florida man busts into ex's delivery room and fights her new boyfriend oh uh, oh uh, okay uh wow okay Mm -hmm. wow sometimes you gotta you gotta let her know that you still care apparently so mm-hmm. that's the storyline for you what is the soaps uh yeah well old florida she was in the delivery room uh he walked in and he kicked her and got into a fight with the current boyfriend oh mm-hmm. son sentinel reported that trey yvonne bray 21 went into the hospital delivery room at 10 30 sunday 10 30 p.m her current boyfriend asked her whether she wanted him in the room when the woman replied no bray began to yell obscenities and briefly left the room before returning and taking a fighting stance in front of her boyfriend police said three security guards came in the room and attempted to restrain bray but he kicked the pregnant woman in the chest and was put into a bear hug he was escorted out the hospital God damn well maybe that's why she didn't want him in the room right he faces charges of assault and aggravated battery on a victim whom he should have known was pregnant so guess the race chat room of travion wait trayvon bray yeah and that might explain why you the ex-boyfriend though from the ex to the next man he some people love hard karen okay that's goddamn too hard i feel like you're judging this person uh Mm -hmm. for you know they just wanted mm-hmm. to be in a child's life mm-hmm. how many people how many people gonna be on the internet see this is why a lot of men ain't in their child's lives you see because you try to help if you would have just had that form you've been all right yeah so helping is kicking her in the chest you were trying to help get the baby out what cave it in so she can't have the baby or some shit <laughs> uh this ain't funny but black <laughs> this ain't funny mm-hmm. uh he was only there because he knew he wasn't wait so does that mean the other one was funny what is <laughs> <laughs> y- 
that one just got to it she was like right. no um no i'm not laughing at that one uh he was only there because he knew he wasn't the father black oh, oh. <laughs> See, the only time he'll ever be in the baby's life black oh, oh. that brown liquor strength colored thinks aisha curry is the perfect woman black black oh. break your ribs back baby black yeah i feel like uh we may have finally found hating ass terrell jones because he is black And of course, uh, nobody guessed anything else because sadly, y'all are racist. But sometimes, Yee! sometimes y'all right. And y'all were right in this dude's case. Oh, oh my chest. Uh, why she was like, no, I don't want him in there. Right. Because he probably would have did worse if he'd have stayed. What a piece of shit. Why are you kicking a fucking pregnant woman's chest in? And, and I mean, who knows why he, like, what his reasoning was. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he, i'm the father of this kid and you don't want me in here and all this shit and it's like well you might be an abusive asshole right and the thing is you know it's one of them dudes but this is my baby okay might be correct but i ain't got to do with your fucking abuse (laughs) yeah and her new boyfriend was in there too and he wanted to fight him and kick her and shit right and the other dude is mm-hmm. is a stand-up dude for being like okay i know that he a problem but i love you that means yeah he asked like do you want him in here no all right dude you gotta get the fuck out right because it's not like he was being confrontational right so anyway uh last uh one we'll do a bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody is all over the place, but uh, we're going to wrap it up with a bonus round to see how you guys, uh, who comes out on top. All right. So uh, this story, uh, grandfather went to go pick up his grandson from school sound like a good story so far right yes picked up the wrong kid just more precise oh how mm-hmm. did that happen i went in and fill out the excuse to have him excused from school brought him home they are very resembling a lot and that's how i mistakenly took him to be my grandson that's gross negligence on a school's behalf and you know my thing is to you know make half of prevention put in place so that this doesn't ever happen again but yet and still we're wondering why did he still go with him because he's only six and he's at school and the teacher's telling him to go so he's like i thought they were going to bring me to my mom so the thing now we put in place don't go anywhere with anybody you do not know that's right went to go pick up his own grandson and picked up the wrong boy yeah i can guarantee you yeah that's the school's i mean his era too but it's more of the school's era because she was like go on baby you black they black yeah uh you just messed up guess the race so (laughs) (laughs) we gotta pick another story i'm sorry y'all my bad we gotta play another story 
if anything it's 100 for fucking with black people now <laughs> sorry y'all thought I'm, that was I'm gonna be a fun story that would have been a fun story to, to have some guesses for but no sadly we'll never know i took all the joy away my bad yeah so. I, I yanked the joy out your hands i'm sorry Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right let's see if karen ruins this one or not <laughs> oh, hopefully we can get through the story and get out of here guys <laughs> go home uh detroit mom inherits inherits thousands of dollars has her account being suspected of fraud that's right mm-hmm uh christina anderson has had to put her son's graduation party on hold and she is now unsure of how long the lights in her home will stay on despite having all the money she needs to pay for things wow yep the mother of four is furious she's not been able to touch a single penny in her bank account because her account has been frozen oh i feel like my money is being held hostage every single dime is tied up in that bank bank of america is the bank in question and anderson inherited more than fifty thousand dollars after a tragedy in her family i had a little brother he passed away and my dad had a lawsuit from that she explained after the lawsuit was resolved the money was wired directly to her bank account may 20th she was told that the procedure was to put the money on hold for two hours while the bank investigated its origins and that awkward um and then afterward everything would be all clear and that is what initially happened with anderson drawing off thousands of dollars and then days of the money being clear i went to two banks before that drew eight thousand and drew five thousand no questions just swipe your card in your pen ma'am however things started going awry when anderson's car was totaled may 24th according to the single mile she had gone to the to a branch in dearborn michigan to withdraw another five thousand when the teller started asking her questions that she felt were inappropriate the guy behind the counter uh started asking me where did i get the money from and a bunch of questions and i told him i feel that's none of his business so i'm going to go to another branch where i feel more comfortable however by the time anderson arrived at the second bank they told me my account was on hold and had been frozen for fraud she acknowledges becoming upset when she was told of the hold i feel like you guys are discriminating against me and then she told them me to leave out the back because i was upset yes i was upset i was mad that these are my funds why can't i receive my funds yeah why would you make her go out the back though don't go out the front leave out the back we don't want nobody to see you crying coming out the bank the rent is due today she added i have four children what am i supposed to do i've got to be at work tomorrow morning working west bloomfield i have no vehicle to get there what am i supposed to do what i haven't done anything wrong here um bank of america issued the following statement about her case we frozen the customer's account of the terms of our deposit agreement and disclosures in an agreement if at any time we believe a customer's account may be subject to a regular unauthorized fraudulent or illegal activity we may in our discretion freeze the funds in the account and other accounts they maintain with us without any liability to the customer until we are able to complete our investigation of the account and transactions anderson said she was told it could take up to a year for the case to be settled with the bank a year they can hold your money for a goddamn year i thought i was being safe putting my money in the bank but it seems i'm safer putting it under my mattress guess the race of christina anderson who uh got some money and then got 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 froze black women working her way through black woman working her way down to zero Aww. the bank is willing to help her out with a nice subprime loan says hc <laughs> racism on fleek today i know right uh lyrics let it go let it go can't get my money anymore white <laughs> oh should have gone with a rush car black oh damn <laughs> they don't question whites about money black 
the teller thought she would use the money on crack and weed black Aww. 60 cents on the dollar black the correct answer is sadly black <laughs> i think all of them were black today even the one karen fucked up yeah i think somebody said white somebody said white who Mm-hmm. let it go let it go oh yeah okay cool well you get some booze good job come on what what one year is unacceptable huh that's one year so you can basically hold on to that money for one year that's right because uh it's in the small print I mean, so if the funds is in her account, mm-hmm. what's the problem? Like, can't you verify this shit? It shouldn't take you one year to fucking verify. Uh, apparently, they feel that it should. It might. That's not saying it will, but they said it might. Meanwhile, your rent, lights, all right. that shit. That still stuff do. don't stop. <laughs> yep. That's how the cookie crumbles, Karen. When you're black. that took a while uh but not as long as the investigation to get that money a stockton sword fanatic jailed after threatening to kill girlfriend oh sword fanatic and girlfriend should never be in the same sentence raise your standards <laughs> a teenager with a collection of samurai swords and machetes is behind bars after threatening to kill his girlfriend and slashing her arm as she tried to flee the bloody incident came at the end of 24 hours of drug fuel mayhem that christopher taylor calls his family and young partner in march the 19 year old attacked his girlfriend 17 on at least three occasions and told her you can't leave me i'd rather cut you up than have you leave me oh no mm-hmm. guess the race white he also threatened to slash her throat in an earlier outburst that day then warned his mother he would slice off her arms and legs when she interviewed intervened in the fight uh teesside crown court heard that the young couple's four-year relationship had been beset with problems and taylor's parents just despaired at his behavior defense barrister duncan mcready 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 uh admitted it was a nasty prolonged attack and told the judge it comes from a drug-induced lack of inhibition he is a by so he's on a drug addict who also has access to a lot of swords and victims plenty of fresh victims hanging around he is by and large an intelligent young man who well that's how you know he white uh he is by and large an intelligent young man who managed to work his way through college and then his this abhorrent behavior is entirely due to his liking of illegal substances yeah that's a nice way to put it Mm. when taylor was arrested police found cannabis and diazepam on him as well as a collection of ornamental weapons at his home wait those are the things that cause you to try to kill people weed may you want to cut people fuck out of here the teenager told officers he had little memory of what happened i'm devastated if i've cut her, i love my girlfriend i want to marry her uh prosecutor david crook said 
that's a name <laughs> for a prosecutor like maybe a defense attorney but not a prosecutor said taylor gave himself up when police threatened to use a taser gun on him but he was not fitted to be quizzed until the following day he also said he had the best parents in the world and they would do anything for him while a statement from his parents said the violence frightened them during the assault on on his girlfriend he repeat, he pun- repeatedly punched her threw her onto the bed spat at her hurled her across the room into a television said mr crook well i'm sure uh i'm sure doug stanhope would be writing a letter for him <laughs> at one point he wrapped his legs around her from the back on the bed and threatened to cut her neck and later grabbed her by the face while holding the sword after slashing her arm he followed the teenager into the bathroom threatened to burn down her home and warned her next time it'll be your hand oh uh taylor on ferguson way red marshall admitted wounding with intent to cause grievous bodily harm common assault possessing class b and class c drugs and making threats to kill jailing him for four years and eight months judge simon Bourne, arton qc told him you are not without intellect and you are not without ability but on this day you due to the drugs you took undoubtedly carried out a sustained nasty and violent attack on those clothes of you yeah um that's not enough time i mean five years for trying to kill a motherfucker come on dog you just gonna let him back out on the street to terrorize people again Mm-mm. all right guys we'll be back tomorrow on tuesday uh can't wait to see what you guys are up to and uh we'll be back with more news and shit like that uh make sure you support our sponsors um lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt and getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com um code tb free tbgwt uh hopefully they'll be working by the time this episode comes out mm-hmm. uh uh so all right if uh, everybody thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you guys tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.